You're listening to Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A. A question came up recently about whether a student should think about or if there's any benefit in going to a pass-fail medical school. Now, you would think that there's this immediate benefit of no competition, right? You've gone through the whole pre-med journey competing, in air quotes, competing against all of your peers. If you know the pre-med uh, the pre-med years, and my motto there, it's collaboration, not competition. And so a lot of students will think, oh, I need to go to a pass-fail medical school and get out of that mindset. Now, looking up the data for pass-fail medical schools, my assumption, just not knowing anything, my assumption was that pass-fail was the minority of medical schools out there. And actually, I was pretty surprised, at least for the MD schools, pass-fail for preclinical years is actually the majority of medical schools, not by a much, but by a couple schools, pass-fail for preclinical years is the majority of schools out there for the AAMC and MD medical schools. I didn't look up the DO side because I didn't really need the data to talk to you about this. So as you are looking through, if you're applying through AMCAS to MD medical schools, the majority of those schools are going to be pass-fail. Now, what's interesting is that the majority of the schools, they're pass-fail for pre-clinical years. And then once you get into the clinical years, then there's a little bit of a ranking system with high-pass, honors, pass, and then fail or whatever the the structure of the, the grades are. The interesting thing that you need to know is that there's this thing called the dean's letter. When you are applying to medical schools, the dean of your, or not medical schools, when you're applying to residencies, the dean of your medical school writes a big letter of recommendation for you. It's called the dean's letter, the medical student, um, what's it called? Something. Medical student performance evaluation is what it's called. And that dean's letter Typically, for a lot of schools, even though they're pass-fail schools, there's still a ranking system in that dean's letter. And so on the surface, it may look like it's pass-fail and there's no competition and everybody's equal and kumbaya. But really behind the scenes, everybody still knows, everybody who's anybody still knows the game and is ranking you and that will be in your evaluation. And so as you're going through this process and you see that a school is pass-fail, ask them whether or not there are any rankings in their dean's letters. Are there key words that they use in their dean's letters? Like, this student is outstanding, means he's a, a or she's a top-notch player. This student is adequate, whatever key words they may use. I googled yesterday as I was looking up some stuff for this, and I found Harvard's policy on the dean's letters. And Harvard doesn't do any sort of ranking in their MSPE, their their medical student uh, performance evaluation. They don't do any keywords, like secret keywords in their evaluations. It's all just very general and basic, just about who you are and not ranking you in the class. And so as you're going through this process, 
figuring out what schools you want to apply to, and you go, okay, this school's pass fail, there's no competition, really dig down and ask them whether or not they rank students still in their dean's letter, whether or not they're keeping track behind the scenes. Because if they're keeping track behind the scenes, then the whole pass-fail thing kind of goes out the window. Is there a benefit, though, to going to a school that's pass-fail? Should you focus on those pass-fail schools? And I would tell you that in the grand scheme of things, there's no benefit. You control you. You control you. That's why this whole collaboration, not competition thing is my motto. You can only control how well you do. At every school, everywhere you go, once you're working, during residencies, you're going to have people out there who are not going to be good team players. And you're going to try to avoid them. You'll find them at pass-fail schools. You'll find them at grade letter schools. You'll find them in residency and further and further down your journey. The only thing that you can control is your attitude, your effort for your classes. And so how the school ranks you or pass-fail versus grades, it's all relative, right? You, you need to pass all of your classes. So what's the difference between a C and a, a P, right, for pass? Is there some moral psychological thing that morale, psychological thing that is going to help you instead of getting C's, just knowing that you pass is good enough. I don't know. That's up to you. But in the grand scheme of things, there's really no benefit in going to a school that's pass-fail versus a grade letter versus anything else. And then, as I mentioned earlier, do your homework and find out, does the school still rank you even though they're a pass-fail school? Do they still keep track of that for their dean's letters? If they still keep track of it, then it's really not a true pass-fail in terms of how you rank among your classmates. For your benefit, maybe there's some psychological benefit for you. It keeps you happier just knowing that as long as you get those P's, that's all that matters in, in A versus B versus C, whatever. Maybe that's better for you. But in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't matter. Go to schools where you are interested in going to, the type of scoring system that they have, the types of grades that they give out should be non-existent on your list, if, if not last on your list, as, to, as far as where you want to go to school. Thank you so much for joining me here on Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A. Did you know that we record these live on Facebook at 3 p.m. Eastern on most weekdays? Search for Medical School HQ on Facebook and like the page to be notified. If you're a non-traditional student, check out Old Pre-Med's podcast at opmpodcast.com. 